Angie New Moons. I am Josie, the Afro-Latina Regina George of Witchery, and you are tuned into the frequency of the Luanova podcast. And today's little report, we're going to change it up just a little bit, just for this episode only. And we're going to talk about Luanova, the company and the brand, the podcast. And I'm going to lean more into the podcast itself rather than what I do um, within Luanova the concept etc and hopefully somebody out there will basically start hitting record and making their own podcast so today's little report is on Luanova I decided I'll do the reading at the end of the episode and today uh, today's uh, collective reading will be just for the new moon so that's you and I will not obviously be doing one for Luanova <laughs> as a company I could but I've just decided not to uh, Luanova of course does have a birthday and all of the above but I for now would like to make the focus on those of you who maybe want some insight into the background of my brand and starting a podcast yourself starting a successful podcast there are things that i see happen all the time with other podcasts which is why i don't tune into a lot of podcasts anymore and by the way i'm probably going to say the word podcast quite a quite a few times in this episode so my apologies right now but i'll start with the loa nova podcast it <laughs> I kind of want to call it the Luanova show, so I don't have to keep saying podcast, but it began last year. I have to look at the exact date, but it was in February. Uh, It was something that I had already planned the November before that. So this was a concept that began in around November of 2022. And I was nervous. I don't know why. I didn't know what I was going to say. I knew that I was going to be making a spiritually based podcast and I already was beginning to build the brand itself. I, at the time, was leaning more into being uh, a pink witch because pink is my favorite color. A pink witch is not necessarily anything in particular. It It mainly just means that whenever you think of witches, you think of them wearing certain colors, you think of a certain aesthetic, a more gothic type of aesthetic. And although I love that, it's not exactly who I am. I am very much so uh, the Regina George aesthetic. Long before uh, that was a popular thing to be, I've actually always been this way ever since I was probably in middle school is when I began really, you know, diving into that aesthetic what it what that looks like i didn't actually start practicing witchcraft until i was older i was not ready i knew deep down that i had a gift i always had a gift i have had premonitions i have predicted pregnancies um so much so that i've seen a baby in a womb i have predicted events you know i saw um a dealership i worked for i saw it closed down in the very next day the owner um, said that he was closing that particular part of his uh, auto auto group down. And just overall, with throughout, with throughout my life, I would have these certain visions and the gift of even un- of hearing spirits, and I didn't understand why. When I was 
probably around middle school age is the first time that something really like ignited and I started to wonder what's going on here. And it was, there was a botanica in the neighborhood that is very well known here in Texas. Um, I originally am from Oak Cliff. I am originally from Oak Cliff. And if you're not familiar with what Oak Cliff is, Oak Cliff is the hood. Oak Cliff is the hood of Dallas. It is one of many hoods of Dallas, but it is the hood that I grew up in. I grew up in the Mexican part of Oak Cliff. And what that basically means is that that part of Oak Cliff mainly has a large Mexican population. Um, as you all know, if you're not new here, my mother is Mexican. So that's not odd. Um, if, also, if you are new here, I am Afro-Latina. Um, I am half Brazilian and half Mexican, but, and my mother is not Afro-Latina. She is um, Latina, but not Afro-Latina. This is my father who is the Afro-Latino, okay? But the Botanica that is still there to this day used to have this giant Santa Muerte statue. And I mean giant, like over six foot. And <laughs> as a child, the very first time I saw it, <laughs> I was terrified. <laughs> um, not not weird for a child to feel that way. And I just kept wondering why it felt like it was speaking to me. Why I was like, it's a statue. How is it speaking to me? This doesn't make any sense. Because realistically, statues don't talk. Um, I have a Santa Muerte altar now. And she, <laughs> that, that one does not speak to me. Her spirit speaks to me all the time. But statues themselves don't speak. <laughs> not to me. I'm not saying that they know. Maybe I should uh, re put that a different way. So, um, I kept feeling very drawn to her. And I didn't understand it at the time. I just thought, why is the Grim Reaper? <laughs> why is the Grim Reaper? Why does she keep... At the time, I didn't understand something where there's uh, feminine energy. But I was like, why does the Grim Reaper keep talking to me? This is terrifying. And I remember asking my mother about Santa Muerte and, and asking her, what is this statue? Why do, why would people have a giant Grim Reaper in their home? <clears throat> she explained to me because there are devotees who, uh, there is a whole Santa Muerte religion, etc. And I was very confused even then. And please keep in mind, I was between the ages of probably 12 and 13. And, um, I had no I know a recollection of what she was talking about. I was so confused. And if you're wondering, you know, well, is that the normal age for them? Yes, it is. Because in Texas, especially that part of Texas, um, the middle schools are 7th and 8th grade. That that part of Texas. I don't know. There are others where it's 7th, 8th, ninth, But not this one. So I was <laughs> not aware yet that that I had a gift right then and there. And that, that was the first time I had connected with a deity and really connected with the spirit. I connected with that same spirit many times over and um, am considered a devotee. However, I understand that for whatever reason, there's a lot of weirdos when it comes to something where they, and you will never get that from me. Um, I will never condone that. I think a lot of the practices that I see are cringy and heavily Christian-based and odd also just plain odd and more like a cult than anything and my connection with Santa Muerte is very uh personal to me and it is not something that I normally discuss but she was kind of the first eye-opener to maybe me being a witch 
I always knew that my great-grandmother was a practitioner. I didn't know the extent of it until I became an adult. It didn't really make a lot of sense to me. And there was a period in my life after losing my grandmother that I thought that I should maybe try to be Christian because my grandmother was extremely Christian. <laughs> oh my God, so much, so Christian. And, and that's okay. But I remember feeling that, it, that I never felt more out of place in my life that nothing that they were teaching made sense. A lot of it was hypocritical. A lot of it was um, excluding so many groups of people. And considering that the, the groups of people that were around me were people of color, people that were gay, etc., I was so confused as to how they were just going along with this. And that's when I began to understand that my gifts weren't somewhere that you could put me in a box that I have quite a strong gift many gifts actually and that people who think like they do aren't where I need to be and so fast forward to finally understanding and coming to grips with being a witch I dove right into it, learned as much as I could, read as much as I could, but also understood that real spells come from the heart. They also come from kind of just your instincts, your ancestors, etc. And mine came a lot from the instincts that I had, as well as my great-grandmother. I would oftentimes know how to do things that my great-grandmother knew how to do. My great-grandmother uh, was from Mexico. And so I would, without anyone ever teaching me, a lot of my practices were heavily rooted in Mexican traditions, indigenous tradi tr traditions, because my great-grandmother was also indigenous. And I never talk about that either because it is personal to me. I will not, uh, and that is the extent of all that I will ever say. I think it's really creepy when people want to know that much of my background because I'm like, I will tell you to an extent, but you don't need to know. That's the equivalent of me giving you my address. I don't know why you would need that information. You don't. It's not going to serve a purpose for you whatsoever. But I did not, I was not raised by the Brazilian part of my family. I taught myself Portuguese, which is why it's my second language and not my first. And it became a big part of who I am because there's nobody there to teach it to me. Uh, I don't have Brazilian family, <laughs> you know, I mean, I do, but I don't know them, never met them, never will meet them. And so it is important for me to always lean into that side of me because it's why I look the way I look. You know, when I look in the mirror, yes, I see uh, the Mexican half of me, but I strongly see the Brazilian half of me as well. Although I'm a little pale at the moment. So, <laughs> you know, that is uh, just uh, being an, a light-skinned Afro-Latina. That is where that comes from. <laughs> so Lua Nova came about when I wanted to start doing tarot readings. I needed a name for my company and I wanted something that stood out. And I also wanted something in Portuguese to really lean into that side of who I am. And I'll, you know what? I actually need to drink some water. <laughs> One sec. E aí, meu moço, tudo bem? 
Same, tudo bom? I am Josie, the Afro-Latina Regina George of Witchery and the host and creator of the Luanova brand. The Luanova brand is all about taking everything that we have ever wanted on our vision boards, etc. and bringing them into fruition. And for many of you, that means a podcast. So what are you waiting for? I think the following ad can help you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I, um, like I said, I chose the name Luanova because it's in Portuguese. I knew that I wanted it to be about the moon, which is as a whole, we kind of live our life by the moon. Not to say that we don't work with the planets and the sun, but I personally have always had a very strong connection with the moon. And I've always kind of talked that up to my mother being a cancer. My mother's sun sign, moon sign, moon sign and rising sign are all in the sign of cancer. And I believe there's more in her chart. I just, um, I don't have her chart pulled up right now, but I do remember there being heavy cancer placements. So if you're not familiar with the Zodiac, um, Cancer is considered the mother of the zodiac, and so when I think of the moon, I always think of of a mothering feeling of the divine feminine, and it was important for me that my brand have a strong divine feminine uh, base to it, as well as kind of a nod to my mother. And I, the reason why I mention my great grandmother so often is that although she was a practitioner, she was oftentimes ridiculed for it. She was oftentimes, I, I've heard even after, even recently, not, not too long ago, my mother, my great grandmother being referred to as being evil because she was a practitioner and not, and not Christian at first. She did eventually become Christian. And I think that she felt she had to, and that's just my opinion. That is just a strong energy that I pick up on from her. But I decided to be comfortable in the label of witch, bruja, bruja, because it makes people so uncomfortable. Because when you think of a witch, you think of something evil and dark, etc. And that's exactly what I want people like that to think. Feel free to think whatever you want. And so the idea of Luanova was kind of to go against that, but also to lean into it. Because Luanova is obviously heavily, heavily in pink. The roses even on the logo were from, are from my man. And they were given to me at, I believe, at the beginning of 2023 as like a New Year gift. But um, they're pink. <laughs> and I surround myself with roses. I am heavily um, into surrounding myself with things that are feminine. Pink, roses in crystals and i mean like the other types of crystals the ones that hang on like chandeliers etc and yes crystals of course rose quartz kunzite carnelian you know that i have all of that around me even my altars that are not related to 
me, for instance, St. Jude's altar has, has a rose. His altar also has white flowers instead of my regular pink. But I um, heavily leaned into making Luanova a brand that is all about the divine feminine. And so naming it New Moon, which is what Luanova translates to, was because we are always in the state of transition. The new moon is kind of when that begins. Uh, the full moon is a lot of the time when you check on your manifestations, uh, you might be releasing something that you need to get, you need to heal from during the full moon because that full moon energy is very strong. But new moon energy is no less because the moon is the moon. The moon doesn't stop being strong just because it's in a different phase. And so the reason why farmers even use the phases of the moon is because they understand how strong the moon is. And I wanted my audience to understand how strong they are. When I began to do tarot readings, most of my clientele were men. I would say 99.9% .9 of my clientele, men, that just were wanting help. And then that's when I started to understand that my gift leans heavily into helping relationships. And it was while I was recording this show that I began to understand what a being a, you know, that I was a love witch. I always knew what a love witch was, but I didn't think that I necessarily fit into that category. And so it was the new moons, you know, the questions that would be asked me always about relationships. And a lot of the time for men that made me understand, oh, I'm, I'm a love witch. This is the energy that, that I give makes people want to be in love or as my man would say, love me. <laughs> but I, uh, and yes, you did say that. Don't even. <laughs> but it helped me to really understand the gift that I have. And I wanted to record a podcast for ever since I heard a podcast that is well known called Serial. The second one being The Read. The read is still going as far as I know. I don't really tune into it anymore. It's kind of a shell of what it used to be. But Serial, um, as you all know, thankfully, Adnan Syed is free. And that chapter of his life gets to be done. And I'm always going to hope that they find Heyman Lee's killer. But Serial was an eye-opener for me as far as what a podcast is. I had no intentions of ever doing true crime. Um, the read, I always liked the format of just two people that were talking and having fun. Um, the reason why I don't listen to the read anymore is because they don't really seem to be having fun anymore. But there are still podcasts that have that format, like Rory and Maul. And I really, you know, those are the podcasts that I still listen to. The ones where they're having fun. And so that's kind of where I'm going to give you some advice if you want to start a podcast. And this is not, this might be the best place to place the, that ad. <laughs> By the way, that ad is ending. I think that I might have mentioned that, but if not, I will in a second. But um, it's time for you to get started. Okay. It is time for you to hit record because you don't need a studio to do so. You just need to have a plan. I'm not going to tell you which apps to use because there's many, but there, I do recommend getting yourself a good app that's for recording. And if you want to do this from your phone, you can, of course, go into a studio and do your podcast that way. 
um, get, get an editor, all of the above. I do all of this from my phone for now. Uh, of course, one day I would prefer to do something much bigger, but I wasn't going to let my dream just sit back because I didn't have the resources. I was going to make it happen. So I do all of my own editing, etc. And if you have an iPhone in particular, I don't think iPhones are that special, but I would say that the recording aspect of them is superb. And <laughs> that is what I record from. I record right from my phone and I am able to do so whenever I want to, so whenever I have an idea. In fact, the Lua report today was going to be an artist that um, will actually end up being next, next time's um, Lua report. But I was able to record that and then kind of put it aside. You know, I might come back to it or not. But get yourself a good recording app. And then as far as a, a podcast host, that's up to you. I chose Spotify because they make it a lot easier. This is not, I'm not being paid to say this, but they make it a lot easier to upload, etc. And keep track of you know, who's listening, how many listens you're getting, your, the, the statistics, that, that side of things. Okay. So, um, I don't think the Spotify is that great of a host, but if you're just getting started, they are. And as you all probably can already guess, I plan to move to a different server. And eventually when this podcast blows up, I will be a part of a podcast network, but in the meantime, I am making it, making the best of it. Another thing to make <clears throat> a podcast actually successful is not only do you need to have an outline of what you want your show to be about, it needs to be something that's not gimmicky. And what I mean by that is what you see a lot on social media, YouTube and TikTok in particular, are people bashing the other sex. So men bashing women, women bashing men, or a lot of pick me's, a lot of, you know, men that are not provider types having the audacity to try to give advice on being a provider type, etc. So-called alpha males, which couldn't be the furthest from an alpha male, that kind of thing. Don't feed into those gimmicks. You know, don't try to be the next Kevin Samuels. Don't try to be the next Shira Seven. These are people that are were original, you know, and Shira Seven is outstanding and it doesn't matter if you agree with everything she says or not. She's funny. She's consistent, etc. Her show is not actually a podcast, but that's kind of a great example of being yourself and it works for you. Okay. Kevin Samuels fed into a gimmick. All right. And if that is what you want to do, then you're going to get burnt out. You're not going to really enjoy it at some point, but you will always have to stick to that gimmick. It's important to pick something that really means something to you. I don't care if it's about cars. I don't care if it's about traveling. It, no matter what, if you're also a witch, you wanna make a witchy podcast because like myself, there was no one who looks like you making them, go for it. There there were no, as, and as far as I know, there aren't any other Afro-Latina love witches that are out here giving free love advice. You know, that that's not a common thing that I see. Also, when it comes to teaching spiritual, spiritual practices and manifestation, I wasn't seeing enough people that I could relate to. You know, I, where are the other Afro-Latinos? You know, I, I wanted more of that. You know, more Latin people in general, where is that? You know, we don't all have the same religion. We don't all have the same beliefs. And so if that's something that you wanna do, please do, because we need more. 
We need more of us. You know, we need we need more people of color in general. You know, um, when I was learning about the chakra system, I made sure that I learned from people that were from India. It was, I don't know why that was just more important to me. And they could be American Indian, you know, and I mean American Indian, meaning these are people from whose family is from India or they're from India. That's what I mean when I say American Indian. But they had to have a background where they really understood how to teach people the chakra system. And so for me personally, culture is important. And so if you want to lean into something that's more cultural, absolutely. I, I would appreciate that personally. I think that a lot of us would. A lot of us would like that sort of knowledge. But once you choose what your subject is, choose how often you're going to make your podcast and be consistent. The number one thing that kills a podcast and why I definitely unsubscribe is that I will see people have a podcast and then they do an episode whenever they feel like it. They have an episode once every three months. They have an episode and then they always make all these excuses about why they don't have one when most of them, like myself, are recording from their phone. So you couldn't find time within a three month span to hit record. That that doesn't add up to me. That's confusing. And so if you want a successful podcast, you have got to remain successful. I'm sorry, consistent. Is it going to be once a week? Is it going to be twice a week? whatever even if it's once a month that's perfectly fine but be consistent with it make the time for it if it's something that's actually important to you and don't think about the money because if you're doing it just to make money well you're not going to enjoy it and good luck with that because a podcast doesn't really make any money (laughs) this podcast has made less than i don't know it has not made really anything i'll put it that way and which is really sad considering how much time and effort I put into it. The Luanova brand itself isn't just about the podcast. So if you also are into any sort of spiritual practices, keep practicing. You know, if you do spell work, keep working on your spell work. If you read tarot, keep working on it. Don't be like all the other uh, tarot readers that you see out here that are just spewing nonsense. Really, really get into your craft. If you have several different you know, gifts like, like I do, which many of us do, that's perfectly fine. If you work with specific deities and you want to teach us about it, do that, make a whole podcast about it, but really learn your craft and really lean into teaching us something that maybe no one else is teaching us and no one that looks like you was teaching us. Okay. Because I've, I've learned quite a bit from people who, I can see are very passionate about what they what they know the podcasts that i love that i really lean into are more comedy based but the biggest thing that i notice is that they are extremely consistent and even if they are not going to upload that week they're going to tell you in advance or they'll say you know what this this was pre-recorded so always keep that consistency keep at it if it's just a side hobby that's perfectly fine but That is how you make a podcast successful, okay? I have, I think, what, over 70 episodes now? And I have enjoyed making them. There have been times that it's been difficult, but I wouldn't change it for the world. And so whatever your brand is, learn learn the brand. Don't copy other people. I know that a lot of times people will say, you know, to copy somebody else so that you can kind of get the format. I don't recommend that. I recommend maybe the business format you can copy, but don't copy anything else. 
because it needs to be authentically you. That's what we're missing. Everybody wears the same things. Everybody has the same Stanley cups. Everybody wears the same shoes. Everybody listens to the exact same thing is boring. So step outside of the box. And if you are already outside of the box, like myself, you don't fit into any one category. That's awesome too. But you know the vibes before we end today's show we always do a collective reading and you know i gotta talk to you about the pink unicorn in the room which is my disclaimer a collective reading is just that it is meant for a collective audience it is not meant for just one person in particular usually it is meant to be a collective message for those who need to hear it okay if you want a personal tarot reading with me you can email my show at luanovapodcast at outlook.com and also that email address is in the show notes you're also welcome to message me on tiktok since that's really the only social media i use anymore but feel free to message me on there it might take me a minute to see it but um that's why i always say to email the show first because i'm gonna see that email no matter what I want to just take the time now to just say thank you for tuning in to the frequency of the Lua Nova podcast. And I hope that I help somebody who may be wondering how to get their show started. I hope that I helped in some way. You know, if you have more questions, definitely reach out to me and I will, if I don't have the answers, I'm definitely going to try to find them for you. (laughs) But I uh, have had this podcast now for almost a year. And I think I might be able to offer just a little bit of insight, okay? But back to the collective reading. There's no particular amount of times that I shuffle. There's no special rituals that I do. I just read, okay? I just read the heck out of these cards and then I go on about my business, okay? And if this resonates with you, it's because it was supposed to. It's that simple. It might not resonate with you today. It might resonate with you later on. But it's meant for who it is meant for. So your card for this week, (laughs) well, it was sticking. So one sec. One second. I thought I had it. And then I was like, nope, I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling pulling that card after all. Your card for this week is the eight of swords okay okay so there is definitely an energy of maybe you're going through a really difficult time which is not uncommon in january to feel like this to have this eight of swords energy you are feeling either trapped within your own mind are trapped within the current situation that you're in. So trapped at work, trapped in a relationship, trapped in a friendship. But either way, you you feel like this card. The Eight of Swords shows a person that is tied up, blindfolded, and swords, eight swords are around them, are behind them, or beside them, depending on the, what the card is drawn like. But I need you to keep in mind that this is an eight year and you got the eight of swords. Therefore, the I need you to remember that no matter what anybody tells you, because they will try to tell you something negative, the number eight is a positive sign, not just in tarot, but in numerology, because it's associated with 
financial abundance with the infinity sign because when you turn it to the side it looks like the infinity sign it's associated with abundance it's associated with greatness and so all of this that you are experiencing is about to set you up for just that the abundance the happy times the feeling free because right now you feel so stifled you don't understand why you feel this way and i can relate and i can promise you i'm actually feeling painfully emotional about it because i know that that there are some of you that are deeply struggling so much so that like i can picture you you're about to break you're about to just scream your head off and i want you to go ahead and, and just let just let it out because i promise you this is temporary it is going to be okay i'm not just saying that because i want you to feel better and i'm patting you on the back i am saying that from a practitioner's point of view and i have never gotten emotional like that on my show but i knew somebody needed to know that i need you to hang on because not only do we need you here but you're going to be fine okay and so if this resonated with you i want you to reach out to me okay because it, it, i feel that you need somebody to talk to and that's okay i might be the regina george of witchery which means that my delivery is oftentimes very mean <laughs> but it is always with your greatest good and there were times if you ever seen mean girls that you understood that regina george wasn't quite the villain that she was painted out to be but she leaned into it and so i am the same way and i want you to remember that this year that is the same for you okay your villain origin story began in 2023 let people think what they want. Let people say what they want. Re you have already removed all of those terrible people from your life. I already know it. I already know it because I did it too. But I, I know you did. I can feel that from you. And so you might feel extremely isolated right now. But I promise you it is the best thing that you could have ever done for yourself. Okay? And I don't appreciate you making me feel emotional about that. <laughs> And I'm going to keep this in. I normally would cut this out of my show, but I'm going to keep this in because I know that somebody really needed that message. Okay. Um, you're going to be fine. That is a promise. That is a promise. It is going to lead to a release. The full moon is coming up. So I want you to take that, take that time. And I wish that I had the date. I'm going to look it up in just a second and slip it in here. But I want you to take the full moon to write out how you're feeling. Uh, if you have an iPhone, they now have a journal app <laughs> that was installed on all of our phones. So put it in your journal app or write it down. I prefer writing down things on paper to say exactly how you're feeling. And I don't care if you burn that paper, throw it away, keep it, whatever. You need to get that out though. You've got to. And I highly recommend using something like the journal app or the notes app if you want to do it right now. But let me look up the date of the full moon so that I can give that to you. RJ Wright! 
<laughs> I totally forgot to mention, and I might have actually already mentioned this on a previous episode, but Spotify is changing the types of ads that you will be hearing. And so rather than the, do you want to make a podcast app? I mean, ad, you will start to hear third party ads. I do think I've already mentioned this, but I said that I would again in this episode. So there you go. You are going to start to hear third party ads in February. Okay. The next full moon will be January the 25th, 2024. Um, I believe, I hope I got that date right because it, on the full moon calendar that I used, it was still showing in two different signs. Um, on that date, it was showing me between Cancer and Leo, but this full moon it will be in the sign of Leo. And Cancer energy is great for a full moon. As you all know, that's the mother of the zodiac. So if you're needing that nurturing, you know, energy, definitely talk to the moon, have a moment and sit with the moon. I don't care if people think you're crazy, but sometimes you just need that nurturing divine feminine energy. And with the full moon being in the sign of Leo, I want to transitions to Leo. That is bold energy. This is also the wolf moon. So a wolf and a, and a lion are not timid. They do also don't care about hurting your feelings, do they? <laughs> they don't care about if you're intimidated. They don't care about if you're scared. And so I want you to take on that lion energy and think of all of your favorite Leos in your life. I hope that there's at least one. <laughs> And, you know, think about the energy that they bring and um, kind of embody that, even if it's just for a short time, just to help you to feel better. But I hope that that reading helps somebody. And again, you can always reach out to me if you want to book a personal reading. But that is it. <laughs> that means thank you in Portuguese. Say thank you to yourself. Say thank you always to yourself for tuning into the frequency of the Luanova podcast. If you would like to reach out to the show, you can email me at luanovapodcast at outlook.com. That email address is also in the show notes. You can also follow me on my TikTok. It is Josie the Mustang. I only ever post pr promotions for the show, but you can still follow me there. I do. I'm on, I'm on TikTok a lot. So, <laughs> and if you would like for me to follow you back on TikTok, you just have to message me and I will definitely give you a follow back. Well, no matter what app you're listening to me on, if they offer the option to leave me a five-star review, please leave me a five-star review. It is because of you that my show is monetized and where it's at right now. So, and only growing. So the numbers on my show are growing tremendously and it is because of those of you who have taken the time to leave me ratings reviews etc there's not a ton of them but that's not the point the point is that you did it and that's all that matters to me obrigada or obrigado they both mean thank you again say it to yourself or say it to somebody very important to you today ciao